0: Welcome to the Garvel Podcast, where I don't know anything about anything, but God is definitely doing something, and we're here to talk about it. I'm Rachel. And I'm Fa. And then if I'm just sleeping, you and I, you snore like some kind of creature that's crawling out of the depths of hell. So I don't know. <laughs> the sounds you make.
1: You snore too, by the I way. I definitely don't snore. You snore.
0: For sure I don't. And not no.
1: one leaving creature in this house sleeps quietly. I do not quietly. snore. I do not snore. The kids snore. You snore. No, it's not possible. Oh, the only thing you do is... You, you wouldn't s- even know. You sleep you, sideways in the bed. You hear yourself You snoring. sleep sideways. Mm-hmm. You're a human icicle. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. You're
1: yeah. not perfect.
0: Okay. Well, I never said I was perfect, but I definitely don't sound like you. And, too, I remember one time my roommate in college uh, came over and checked on me because she she said she would often check on me because I don't make noises. And I don't move when I sleep. She
1: definitely thought I was dead true. a couple
0: times, so she had to make sure I was still breathing.
1: That's definitely not true. Mm, I
0: don't know. Of course, it's been a couple years since then.
1: That's that when you're 18. changes
0: things, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today, Fa? We're
1: going to talk about Larry, the cable guy.
0: Mm, that guy is gross.
1: Larry the Goblin. Is that what it was?
0: The Goblin Larry, yeah.
1: Goblin Larry.
0: The gob'
1: well, let's go back let's get back to our uh, I would say journey
0: mm-hmm.
1: with God and what's been happening, yeah, and everything,
0: yeah, um, I don't remember what we talked about last
1: we didn't time. talk about Larry,
0: I know that, but I want to re-emphasize the I think we talked about idols last time. We did. Mm, yeah. Um. And I think it's important to note and to pay attention to that, like, you know, I'm getting a lot of revelations from God, a lot of visions. And I'm not special. Um, I'm just spending time with God, and I'm like getting rid of everything else that's not, uh, that's not a that that's that's a distraction. And there was a lot of idols. I get not a lot, but like there's idols that we have that I have, and once you get rid of the idols, you make room, like, for God's revelation. You make room for God, right. to be, you know, God of your life. Right, if that makes any sense. Um. Like, I think I mentioned about the alcohol. Yeah. supposed to take the alcohol out of the fridge. I was like, oh my god, there's so much room in here for like good food now. There's more space.
1: That's a good. Representation. Of what's happening?
0: It's exactly what's happening. Yeah, like you, you can't. God, God does not ask us to, um, like add Him in to our messy crap lives. He asks mm. us to make room for Him, like to 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 take the crap out, so that He could just be the God of our lives. Right. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say. It does. I probably didn't um, say that well, but.
1: Oh, well, I think you want you want to say is I hope is that. You do make some room for God in your life, but he would only operate in that little room that you gave him. Mm -hmm. And in that room, it could be like your salvation, whatever, there's things that God will give you. But the room's only so big and there's not space, not enough space for other stuff. So you start removing things from your life. There's more space for the fun stuff that comes with being a Christian following God and everything yeah you don't seem too convinced about that
0: um I don't know I I, put God first well a while ago and I can't remember how he said it so I was just distracted and trying to remember how I said that one time before okay yeah but whatever what you're saying is true I guess um I I, all I'm trying to say is is that (laughs) you know uh okay, so like with the idols the the big thing is is that everybody is very um I don't I'm not gonna say this word right. I always mess up this word. Success.
1: succeptable. <laughs> yeah, that's the why can't I say that word? <laughs> I can never say that we are word. We're not like, under the influence of anything. No. Just tired. I'm just really
0: tired. Um everyone is
1: susceptible
0: yes to uh worshiping other gods like yeah you don't like life. like it's we not, said
1: before like you don't think you have idols mm-hmm, but yeah you do because you think of idols as other gods like
0: oh a golden cow in my house Yeah. or a buddha sculpture
1: whatever yeah but you like know that. our idols nowadays are
0: very different yeah no it's i don't even know than that they're before that different they're just like
1: Unrecognizable, Um, I would say. Normal, they're They're, normal. They're normal, correct? Yeah, that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. because back in the day, other people would have their idols, yeah, and you could go, oh, that's those people's idols, or so I think that's Mm -hmm. why the people Israel like meet like a golden calf or whatever. It's because that that was the norm back then, right?
0: Yeah, they all had like a bunch of gods and stuff.
1: What are our idols? today for people like money work work entertainment you you can make your kids are idle you Mm -hmm. can make your family entertainment is a big one if you lump uh like social media with entertainment which it is and like internet and like you know tv and stuff that's Mm -hmm. a big idol yep freaking people can't go people can't go five seconds without being entertained oh yeah it's
0: on their phone
1: the phone is the biggest social media yeah
0: boom right there that one's the biggest um yeah these are all like it, it it comes down to it like it's not like um like god told me you know you put your hope uh in god right and he will renew your strength yeah and then you'll you'll like soar on the wings of eagles right well hope putting your hope in god what does that mean i think we I talked about this already so i won't go into it again but it's putting your expectation and your desires. So what what else do you have your expectation and your desires in? That's the problem. It's right. like, oh, yeah, yeah, we expect God to do this. We we hope God will do this. We, we love God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what else do you also share <laughs>
1: your yeah. affections
0: with? That's the problem. And so it's like, honestly, like the simplest, I think, definition of an idol is something else that you expect from.
1: Right, right.
0: What else are you expecting from?
1: I think of an idol as uh, something that takes up your time and it's not something that's absolutely necessary to your life. Like you, you know, you, sleep is something we need. You know, you it takes like six to eight hours of your life or whatever, but it's something you need. Work is also something you need. You need to go to work because you need to survive. But if you, if you sit down and you write down, where your time goes, you can pinpoint where your idols are.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. the
1: thing is, like, we don't think about, um, we don't think about measuring those things. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you measure how many times you watch television, if you measure how many times, how many hours you spent doing X, and you could, you know, it could be the phone or whatever, that could be your idol.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Things that you desire and care about. Yeah are things usually you put time into absolutely yeah but anyway so with that being said the revelations i'm getting is because i am making a conscious decision and a daily effort to not have idols yeah get rid of my idols and that my only expectation my only hope my only god is god yeah and i think that's i think that's honestly like the biggest key um, that in addition to not being blind. Because if you're blind, you don't know you have idols. You also don't know Exactly. So That's what I think. you can't be blind. Once you see, you got to get rid of all the crap that doesn't belong.
1: Yeah. What is happening to you is, what I'm seeing is, you're, God is bringing you through something, and he is opening your eyes to things that are in your life and my life too. And then you're slowly removing it. It's like God shows you, you remove it, you get closer to God, and then that keeps on going all the time, you know? Yeah. Now he'll deal with something else, and then something yeah. else, and then something else.
0: Yeah. And, and too, like, I've realized God's showing me a lot of, like, fundamental things in Christianity that apparently have eluded me. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, right. is that why we do that? Like, oh, okay. I didn't really get it before, but now I do, because he's showing me Because this. you're
1: not blind anymore.
0: Yeah, that, and, like, just, too, like, I never related to it the way he's showing it to me you know i'm very apparently i'm very visual learner because <laughs> yeah he's like that's what he's showing me is all pictorial um and imaging and stuff like that imagery but anyway so let's talk about larry um i it was around halloween which um
1: very fitting good it timing was
0: fitting. it was fitting i thought this was like a halloween special that god was giving me <laughs> <laughs> um i so, I was praying as usual, and um I started to see uh like headless dead bodies um it was like almost like it was like a little platform, and they were dropping from like a miniature platform, and like they were kneeling like headless dead bodies were kneeling, and then it was like someone kicked them over and they fell like forward on their like if they had a face it would have been face forward, but they didn't have right. heads, so it wasn't like that and it was weird i was like ah, that must be my imagination like i'm not a i mean i was like i don't know if that's my imagination or not because like i don't really think gruesome thoughts typically yeah um so i was like ah strange um and you know what else i noticed about the dead bodies is they had no obviously no life in them but like that clearly had no life in them for a very long time like yeah. these were not it was not gory so to speak like if it was not a
1: recent death
0: right if you were to to cut a head off of something it would bleed out and like lose its color this thing right. had no color this this meat was dead like in the freezer for a while you know what i'm trying to right, say right yeah um these bodies fell it was like two bodies maybe three i saw them fall and um i didn't know what was that about and i remember even coming downstairs I, yeah like i woke up and i started praying and i saw these things it was before work and i came down there and i was like i'm seeing dead bodies you remember when i told you that i do I was like, I don't know what this is, but anyway, I was praying about it, and I didn't get any, like, immediate answers. I prayed about it for a bit, and, um, you shouldn't have given me that soda. This is not... (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) Um, I was praying for a bit, and then I didn't get anything. I had to get ready for work, and then I was driving to work, and I'm praying still about these dead bodies. I was like, what is this, you know? What are you showing me, God? And um, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> and um, I I felt like God was saying you don't fight as one who beats the air, and um, I was trying to remember where that's from. <laughs> Misty
1: Edwards song. What? That's one of the Misty Edwards song.
0: I don't fight as one who beats the air. Yeah. What song is that?
1: Um, I'll show you later.
0: No, tell me now. It's,
1: that's exactly what the phrase it's is. It's from the Bible, Fa. I know, but it's a joke. Missy Edwards says that.
0: Okay. Um.
1: You can look up the verse.
0: Yeah, I have to look up the verse because I don't remember where it's from now. But it's 1st Colossians, that I know. 1st Colossians, I think it is 1st Corinthians, not Colossians. Jeez. This is the lack of sleep. 1st <laughs> Colossians 9, I think uh maybe not where is it from um but anyway i don't fight as one of beats the air well ba- basically uh paul is talking about um like the uh like it's not the olympic games
1: the boxer
0: yeah yes so he's like talking he's alluding like they had the um the games you know like the olympic games but it was like some other kind of game though that roman, happened like every roman two games years. Yeah. yeah it was roman games but it was in it was in uh Corinthians. <laughs> Corinth, Corinth? <laughs> was
1: a people that were obsessed with their bodies and they were obsessed with looking good and having good soldiers and stuff, so they were pretty much into games and stuff. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they all were. I like think the Romans, all of them, like like I said, the Olympic Games were a big deal. They would train, they would win their little like par celery yeah. stick crowns and stuff whatever the they <laughs> had no
1: tv so they're into i don't know stuff. <laughs> then, it
0: was celery and then what what else was it was something else? pine pine needles or something
1: i i don't know
0: what there was two little crowns that they liked uh, the little olympians would wear right yeah but anyway you know paul's talking about how like a you know you train your body um to win these games and um but like you know, a boxer doesn't beat the air. He, like, has needs to have resistance. And he's like, just let the boxers beat the air. You know, I, I beat my body my flesh into submission right. so that I can be qualified for the race. I can be qualified for, to run the the race. In he's way. talking about
1: training. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, spiritually, though. Like, it's like, okay, spiritual discipline is what it is. Correct. I wish yeah. I could remember where it is. I don't know why, like, I was so good with remembering, like, where all these verses were you're sleep- initially. You're sleepy yeah um so anyway the um i heard him say that to me so it was like initially i thought "I'm like is this like um oh you're killing like like you're you know like the enemy it's like some kind of like you're taking heads you know right like? but then I, I i read up on that verse i was like oh no this is like an internal internal thing like this is like a you know like dying to flesh or dying to self or having self-discipline thing um so i still didn't really get it i was still praying um so i didn't hear anything for a while like the holy spirit didn't really show me anything oh it's first corinthians not i was right first corinthians 9 twenty six. okay um just so that's clear <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but um Anyway, so um I don't remember what happened after that. Um I think I had to go to work, so I didn't like think about it again. But I kept seeing these dead bodies and um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God was like, "You don't um you don't need to to kill what's already dead."
1: Right. Right. And, I remember that. Yeah. That was huge
0: yeah it's like why are you trying to kill something that's already dead which made sense to the bodies being like lifeless they didn't look like they were once alive you know it looks like i was just and then right. i saw a bigger picture i was with like a chainsaw and i was like sawing off these dead bodies heads and i was like excited because <laughs> like look at this dead body i just killed you know like yeah. i was excited thinking i was doing something and um i remember it was the next day i started praying about that again because i was like i still don't understand why i'm seeing this so like what am i trying to beat that's already dead you know like what i'm beating a dead horse basically yeah but like spiritually so i was like praying about that and i'm like i don't i don't know what i'm doing wrong here like what am i being distracted by and lord reminded me too is that like you know the enemy is perfectly fine with us conquering something that's already dead in us thinking right. we're like victorious you know right like for for instance fear is a big one Fear has no no power over us. It's not from God. He's, God says he doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, a discipline, and a sound right. mind. Um that's not an, that's not our nature. He didn't give fear to us as a nature. And, you know, it really is as simple as um putting on your shoes of peace and like just squashing that fear or like casting your anxiety on God because He cares for you. Yeah. You know? Um or, so it's, it, the Bible's already like, no, 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 Like that's already taken care of. Like, fear isn't, doesn't have any real power over you. Like, the Bible's very clear, you know? Yeah. Um, and sin, sin nature too. It's like, it's, that nature's dead. Since sin's dead. You're not, that, you're free from the, the sin of the flesh. Like, right. God has made you free from that. Um, so like people who struggle with their, you know, this and that, like, for sure, you know, daily dying to like your sin nature is like legit a thing. But understand that it doesn't have any real power over you. You know, you can say right. no, and that's it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm just saying that that's already been taken care of on the cross, right? Yeah. Um, like we're no, we're not sinners anymore. You know, like that's yeah that died. So it's like, but people will still like be like, ah, you know, maybe they deal with anxiety, and so for them, it's like finally when they have some victory over whatever anxiety, it's like almost cutting off a dead head, like you know, a dead body's head if that makes any sense like okay that's really good because the enemy can still throw that stuff back on you but there are there are real parts of the enemy that are alive and well um and that may be active in our lives that we are not aware of because we focus on things that don't really have power does that make any sense yeah um
1: he'll take things that are dead mm -hmm. have you fight them yeah to distract you yes. from what you really need to be focusing. From what
0: is actually active, alive, yeah. to you. And, and that's yeah.
1: where your revelation comes in.
0: Yeah, so um, I was praying about that because I was like, okay, I get it. Like this is not alive. This is not like an active thing in my life. So what are you trying to say, God? And God told me, he was like, you're living with monsters. And um, like I'm over here, you know, chopping up dead bodies meanwhile like there is an enemy living in my house that's like perfectly free to roam around and do whatever he wants right yeah so anyway before i saw larry i saw you um and so i was starting to pray i'm like i asked the holy spirit what am i supposed to pray what like i don't know what i'm seeing so like tell me what to ask like what are the what what questions do i need to ask here right that's a big thing like I don't know what to pray, so I, I need to ask the Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to pray? Right. And if I'm asking questions I'm not getting answers to, then the Holy Spirit, like, I ask the Holy Spirit. So, wait, I'm not a- I'm not asking the right questions. Tell me what the right questions are. Yeah. What should I ask? And that makes a huge difference, um, yeah. believe it or not. Um,
1: Who knew the Holy Spirit <laughs> right. that is the helper is right. actually helping right. us when yeah. we pray? <laughs> Who knew?
0: <laughs> but anyway... Um, so I was like, Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to ask? You know, like what yeah. am I supposed to pray right now? So I start praying in the spirit and I start to see you and you're kneeling in this like wherever I am. Right. In this whole scene. Right. Um, um, Brought over by Jesus to you and you're kneeling and it's like you're captive, like you're kneeling and someone has tied your hands behind your back. Right. And right. I see Jesus and he's holding like a. Like a knife in his hand, and he's like, "Come over here, and 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 put him to death." And I was like, "Whoa, me. yeah, kill you. me, yeah, kill you." I was like, Oof, "This is like weird." I don't God's know, telling that, that's you, divorce right. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's not. Um, I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" You know, like that's definitely odd. So I'm like, "Okay, I'm making this crap up at this point. Like that can't be right. That has to be just me." But. Then I looked around and I could see you. You were not the person kneeling in front of me. You were actually with Jesus. And um, and so then at that point I was like, wait, what's going on? You know. And then the Holy Spirit was like, this kneeling right in front of you, this fa, this version of fa is your expectations of fa. Uh-huh. This is what you want him to be. These are your expectations. These are your standards for fa. And you need to put them to death yeah. because your expectations and your standards and your, um, I don't know, requirements of him are not what I'm requiring of him. The things you're asking him to be are not what I'm asking him to be. And he's right over here with me. This is Jesus and you. And he was like, he's right here with me and he's exactly the way I want him to be. And I'm really happy with who he is. Nice. And so you need to put to death your expectations of him. Because you're not loving him well. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like I started repenting. I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's I don't want to do that. You know, like I will put to death my expectations that are not fair to Fa. And like I came to you and I apologized to you. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember that, but I do. Um because I've been unfair, you know. And so I thought that was it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like on to the next whatever, right? But I started to see, um, this green goblin and he was sitting in the rocking chair in our bedroom and he was just sitting there and he wasn't like doing anything he wasn't talking he wasn't he was just sitting that was it like it's almost like he was a mannequin there's a piece of furniture in my room yeah you know and i was like that's weird and then god was like yeah you're living with monsters so i was like what well, okay and i was like this guy and then god's like yeah this is larry and you don't even realize that Larry doesn't belong here because he's been here for a while and he doesn't really make waves. you just think he's a part of the furniture you just think he's a part of the the features of the house Wow, yeah and I was like, I could even see myself like Jesus and I talking and I was like in my mind, I was like, Larry, my guy Larry's not supposed to be here right like, he's always it's, here this
1: is this blew my mind so much because you are so familiar with something. That is like a demo- demonic mm-hmm. creature or whatever yeah. that's been in your life for as long as you can remember or whatever. Yeah. And it's just there. And you're like, oh, that's just Larry. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. That's just Larry. Larry's part know. of the family or whatever. Here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I saw myself feeding Larry donuts, like, and then God told me, He's like, you bring him donuts every Saturday, and you feed him donuts. Wow. So, I'm like, not only really is he living in my house, I'm feeding him. Wow. And I was like, huh, okay, look, I don't want Larry here. Like, get him, all right, Jesus, let's get rid, of, get rid of Larry, take him, take him out of here, you know, adios, right. you know. But it wasn't really that simple, and I was like praying that, and again, I had to go to work, so it was kind of like, well, get to work. That's kind of like in the back of your mind. So I'm praying and um, going on with my day, um, and it's all good, right? So like the next time I was really able to like spend time with God is when I kind of delve into this. So I started praying again, and God reminded me again of Larry, so like Larry being there and stuff. And I was like, I don't get what Larry is. Like, what is he? He's like literally doing nothing. He's just sitting. Or I saw him in the kitchen, and he was just standing. Like he wasn't doing anything. Wasn't making waves. He wasn't obvious, you know. Um, and and God told me he's he's your high expectations. He is your high standards. And um, but that wasn't what he was though. Like, okay, it's hard to explain this, but basically those are symptoms of Larry. So I understood the symptoms of Larry. That's what I was feeling in this That's spirit. what
1: Larry wanted. High expectations.
0: Uh no, not necessarily. It's just something that he brought with him. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, what is Larry? Like, what is who is Larry? You know, because yeah. like I got, I'm like, all right, so I'm praying about like my these expectations, because I I was like, the reason I had expectations for you that were high is because I have, you know, I don't know, like, I just have high expectations, so I'm like, right. I don't know, why wouldn't I have it for other people if I don't have it for myself too? I do, you know, right? So I'm like, well, what is this? So I I just felt like I was just supposed to pray about the symptoms, like okay, rebuking the like you know. I'm trying to figure out who Larry really is, but all I got is that he expects a lot and he has high standards. So I'm praying about that and I'm like praying the spirit and I'm like, geez, I don't know anything yet. Like I don't get what this is or who he is. So I'm praying and praying and praying like forever. It felt like forever. It was probably like 10 minutes, but um, (laughs) I'm praying and I'm like, okay, like Holy Spirit, like I don't, I need to know who he is if I'm supposed to like get rid of him. Like I don't want to live with Larry anymore. I was like, Holy Spirit, tell me what Larry's real name is. And again, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. I got nothing. I was like, is he perfectionism? Like I had to kind of probe. I was like, is that who he is? Is that like what I need to get rid of? Perfectionism? Which I don't consider myself a perfectionist and I didn't then either. But I was like, I don't know. Is that another symptom of him? And um, and it was kind of, you know, like kind of like things need to be perfect, you know? Yep. And um, so I was rebuking that and praying about these symptoms as kind of like peeling layers to an onion. Like if you want to get to the center of the core, right. you got to peel off the layers first. And I was like, I don't know, Holy Spirit, why aren't you telling me like what I was supposed to pray? And I just felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me. He's like, no, this one's going to take a minute. You need to pray in the Spirit and you need to worship and it will come.
1: Wow. Yeah. And
0: while I was doing that and started to worship, I could see Jesus and like angels in our house, like tracking Larry down. Like Larry was putting wow. fight. That's the thing. Like when we don't get the answers right away, sometimes we need to do warfare. And that's what was happening. Wow. Um, yeah. Like Larry was running around the house and they were like, you know, trying to track him down and like get him under submission. But he was fighting back. Right. And so, um, After a while, you know, I I was just kind of like, all right, well, maybe he's just not going to tell me tonight. I'll I'll just worship and just kind of like whatever. And then finally, the Holy Spirit spoke to me after what it felt like an hour. Um, He was like, when you were having your high expectations on Fa and your high standards, you weren't loving him right. Right. He's like, what's the opposite of not love, of love? And I was like, hatred. Yeah. And he was like, Larry's real name is self hatred. Wow. And I was like, self hatred. And like, it made sense. Like, I got it, but I was like, I didn't think I hated myself, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's funny because I remember Googling like the symptoms of, of, I know I Googled like people who. Perfectionist. I was, yeah. I Googled like. You know what is perfectionism? What is these high standards, like you know, high expectations when people have that, and it's like kind of like perfectionism. Like, what is that really? And it's like some secular website from some psychology website was like, right. "Oh, these things are self hatred," and I was like, oh, wow like,
2: Wow, <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> yeah." And like, I I did not consider myself to be someone that did hate themselves. It, like, it wasn't like dramatic over here where I was like contemplating like her harming myself Self-harm, or you know, yeah. I didn't feel like that. In fact, if you had come along and told me or, or asked me like, hey, do you hate yourself? I'd be like, no, no, of course not. Like, I love myself, you know? Yeah. But but the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, you weren't loving your husband right because you don't love you right. You don't love you. And he's like, love wow. yourself first, right? He's like, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you can't love yourself, you're certainly not going to love your spouse Well, in fact, well. you
1: were loving people as yourself. Right. Because. Yeah,
0: I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just like the lack of like. Yeah. You know, my I I was of course, I was putting high expectations on you and and standards that weren't fair because I do that to myself because Larry's living with me. Yeah. And so um, after he showed me this, I started to see Larry more. And I realized like he was showing me like when I was feeding Larry donuts, um, he would eat the donut and it'd be fine. He wouldn't like bother me. We'd just be like eating donuts together. Like he and I, like I would eat donuts with Larry, but then God let me see the rest of it. And the rest of it was after I was done eating my share of the donuts, Right, Larry changed. Larry had a stick I didn't know he had. And once I was done eating my donut, he took his stick out and started beating the crap out of me. Furious. Wow. So furious and like really beating me up. Well, Which makes perfect sense. I don't know. I mean, you would know. But if I were actually to eat a donut back then, I would have beat myself up for it because yeah. like I had very high, I had, I had very strict eating habits. Yeah. So if I actually ate a donut, I would feel awful about it. I would beat myself up. I would feel guilty about it. And, of course, Larry was a part of that. And that made, yeah. ma- it made sense to me because I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that makes 100% sense. Like I would literally beat myself up if I ate a donut. Right. um so Yeah, anyway. but not
1: to the point where, because there's a lot of women out there that have issues with like bulimia and stuff like that. You've never had those issues. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's important to say that because, um, if you had told me this story before, and you said it's about somebody else, I would have thought, oh, maybe this person suffered with their weight and stuff. You never had those things. You just. Had that feeling after you ate, like something bad, that it's like you beat yourself up or whatever, right? Yeah,
0: I would just feel bad about making that poor choice because of my expectations. I think that's
1: important to say because it's subtle Mm -hmm. and you never would have thought that this is something that's a problem. It's just something that, you know, maybe you thought it was normal to beat yourself up just because you, you know, didn't meet certain expectations or whatever until God opened your eyes and said, This isn't normal. This is like a demonic thing or yeah. whatever.
0: Or like making mistakes. Like going going to work. And if I made a mistake, like I'd come right. home and be like, it could be the dumbest mistake too. And most of them were. Like yep. m- most of the things I did at work that were mistakes, like people did like on a daily like you know, per shift. Yeah. They would do it and no one would care. But if I did it, forget exactly. it.
1: Exactly. You've been forget a nurse it. for like four years now, maybe five already. And uh, countless times you came home and you told me some story that you did at work, something you did at work, and I'm like, that's yes, you know, I'm sure everybody does that. I'll uh, like tell you, I'm sure everybody and, and, like, does it. But you beat yourself up so yeah. much, yeah. And it was so like, I don't know, it made me, it made me sad. You know, to be I mean? like, yeah, I, I didn't. It 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 got to the point that sometimes I didn't. Want you to like? I never want you to have a bad night at work. You know what I mean? Because I know you're gonna beat yourself up. Yeah, Yeah. I would
0: carry it, and like, it would really like. And I'm. I want to emphasize how, you know. Insignificant some of these mistakes would be. Yeah, you know, but for me it was normal to just not like beat myself up for making any mistakes. Right. Um, and I do think you're right in in saying that like. Larry was not obvious. It wasn't like, oh, this person's depressed, you know, of course she has these issues of like, you know, uh, self-hatred because she's on pills or she has depression or she had these, yeah. and that. It, that was not me. And and it would not come across as that way. Yep. You know what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, subtle very subtle
0: under the radar yep. 100% and that's how he likes to roll under the radar just
1: enough to bother mm-hmm. you but not enough to be Obviously. a huge red flag yes. you know what i mean not
0: enough to make me address him yeah. i didn't even know he was really there he
1: was just there mm-hmm. enough to give you some grief but not enough for you to be like okay maybe i have a problem
0: yeah like maybe the goblin living in my house isn't normal like, Yeah. just enough to be like okay okay with him you know yep so anyway um after i had realized what larry's real name was uh, that being self-hatred it made perfect sense to me and felt right in my spirit and so i was like okay so i need to get rid of larry like i need to put him to death like he has to go and um you know god was reminding me of 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 like his love right so like yeah you know, I wasn't loving you right because I wasn't loving myself. Um, you can't love someone. You can't love your husband well. You can't love your friends well, your children well, if you hate yourself. It's just right. not going to work out. And so I was realizing that. And then God was reminding me of that. the verse, too, is like his perfect love drives out fear, right? Right. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not just fear that his perfect love drives out. His perfect love is in the business of driving out anything that does not match up to his perfect love. Right. So nothing can stand against his perfect love. Once his perfect love comes down, everything else that is in opposition of that has to go. Right. It has to go. And so um, I just really felt like the Holy Spirit was like, pray for his perfect love to replace him. And so God's perfect love to replace Larry, Yeah, you know, self-hatred. And so I was praying that and I I was, it was like, I don't know, almost one o'clock in the morning. You were sleeping, the girls were sleeping up in your beds. And, um, I was praying like, okay, God, like may your supernatural perfect love come down from heaven right now and just fill the void that Larry has inha- inhabited this whole time. Yeah. And when I prayed that, our the weather door outside of our house slammed shut, like super wow. loud. Yeah. Both me and the dog, like, stood up and were like, what, <laughs> what was that, you yep. know? Um, and legit, that was Larry leaving. Like, that was it. Yeah. And um, let me tell you something. I've not been the same since. And I think you can attest to that. True. Um, what have you noticed that's different?
1: I've noticed you don't beat yourself up anymore over little things whether it's food or anything like you make a mistake or even in relating to our kids, like you're very forgiven and you're very um, like you're willing to overlook little things even greater than me. Like, mm-hmm. cause I'll see, see myself like being upset with little things when you're like trying to calm me down about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it would have, made you upset too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just little things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Even uh, uh, the way that you see yourself physically. Yeah. That I think is the biggest one because you don't like look at little things and say, oh, that's not yeah. attractive or this and that. And it's you're like,
0: true. And it's kind of, it surprises me. Um, Not that I've ever thought that I was like, Some hideous creature, yeah, from a hole somewhere,
1: but then again, it was just enough to bother you (laughs) where you would steal your joy or something, but not enough to be like a huge problem.
0: It's kind of funny because the other day I was like looking in the mirror, I was like, Oh, I I remember that day very well, which is not something that, and I'm like, (laughs) Yeah, you do look good. I'm like, Oh, I'm I'm all right, you know, (laughs) 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 you know, again, I, I don't. I never like, um,
1: does it make you feel like you're normal?
0: Um, Whereas
1: before you thought I'm not normal. I'm no, like, oh, I never I'm thought
2: ugly I
0: was like abnormal. Dis- Yeah. I didn't think I was ugly. I just like, you know, wouldn't compliment myself. Yeah. Now I can, you know, so whatever, you know, you get, everyone gets old and ugly eventually. So what does it matter? But like, you know, I do feel better about myself physically. Yeah. Um, and then also like my, the biggest thing I notice is my eating. Yeah. I don't know what is up with Larry and eating donuts but like right now I could eat a donut and I don't think I'd care I just ate like fifty cookies tonight so <laughs> <laughs> and normally I would have felt really bad about that like oh I have to like go to the gym like I should go to the gym just because I want to be healthy but I'm very i haven't even eaten the way I've eaten
1: you're not forever. doing things out of um self hatred now you're yeah. you know you're looking at things like yeah yeah maybe I need to work out but it's a normal thought that yeah, every it's like a person healthy, has. Yeah,
0: like I have a healthier relationship now with myself, clearly, yeah. and uh what I eat and stuff. Have
1: and you noticed that not hating yourself makes you f- want to be healthier or be better or something like that?
0: Mm, no, what I've noticed is not hating myself has given me the freedom to enjoy myself. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, to enjoy myself. You're free, yeah. Yeah, to enjoy myself. Like, if I want to eat a donut, I just eat a donut. Because I enjoy, I love freaking donuts. They're awesome.
1: This you know? this was a month ago, maybe,
0: it right? Was in October. Wow. We're in December now.
1: Uh, You have gained zero pounds since I then. I mean,
0: I gained two pounds. But yeah, like but that's like, fair, yeah. It's not really. That's
1: just, you know, goes because we're inside now. You know what I mean? Like, that's like the winter pounds. Not even they...
0: that. I think like... I, if I eat a day of vegetables or something like, I'll go back down to that. Like it's just yeah, weight or something, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I haven't gained any weight. Like I didn't have to be so cruel to myself. As almost exactly, like that's myself. my point. Like you do, dim- yeah.
1: that was never a problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but you know, here's the kicker: is that I was like, where did Larry come in? When did Larry become a? F- a f- feature in my house you know
1: exactly
0: and i think god showed me
1: oh um, I don't yeah remember this
0: yeah i don't know if i told you maybe i did i don't remember who i tell things to anymore um but uh i was praying i was like what where did larry when did larry come in and just move in you know when did i welcome him in with his bags yeah you know what i mean and god showed me exactly when and it wasn't that long ago it was like really like it was back when i was um Working at—I don't know if I should say the hospital, probably not. But so back, back, back in the day, back in the day when I first started being a nurse, the first year of my nursing, the career, first job, I—I mm-hmm, I was picking up a lot, like picking up a lot of shifts, and um, like the my coworkers was like, "Oh my, you've been here like." I was working like 48 hours or something like that. It was one of these times where I just kept picking up because I was like a new nurse and not burned out yet. So like they were like, they were. I don't think you're burned out. <laughs> I'm not burned out at all. <laughs> but um, I'm just getting started. But I'm saying like, you know, to them. So they like like to target the new nurses. Oh, they know any right, better. right, the right.
1: Said. They didn't get to you yet.
0: They don't know. Like the new nurses don't know any better not to pick up like every freaking shift. But yeah. anyway, they call you and you like don't want to say no. So I'm like, yeah. Anyway, I made a joke. It was a joke. And they were like, "Yeah, hey, you've been here." You're like, "Wow, you were just here like yesterday and the day before." Like, "You how many hours have you worked now?" And I was like, "This and that, right?" And she's like, "Wow, wouldn't be me. I'm not I'm not answering the phone when they call, right?" And right. I was like, "Yeah, I must hate myself."
1: Oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Really?
0: I said it multiple times. And that's that was my joke for when I picked up shifts. Like, "Yeah, I hate myself, so, you know, I'm here." Wow. Well. Yeah. It was a seed. It's it like it's a little like, okay. The okay. like, Oh, you do? Okay, let me come in, you know? Wow. It's so easy. Like no joke, life and death is in the tongue. Right. Know? Yep. One hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. How many times are we cursing ourselves? Are we making jokes? Um, are we, you know Wow. Saying things about other people? I think when we talk crap about other people, it's we're just giving the enemy an idea almost. It's like, okay. Oh, you've noticed their behaviors. Uh, so let me like reinforce that for you, you know?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm trying to that say? Makes,
1: yep. That makes a lot of sense. I think
0: our cur- we talk crap about other people. It's cursing them and it's just assigning the enemy to them.
1: You like... will build an image of a person in your head mm-hmm. because of what you say about them. Yeah. And then you relate to that person as such. But, you know, you could have just made it all up in your head. You know what I mean? Like, you start saying, oh, that person's an idiot. And every time you see that person, it's like, you, you know, oh, mm-hmm. that's there's that idiot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, that person becomes an idiot. And you treat that person as such or whatever. So that builds. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think that's definitely a part of it for sure. Yeah. Um, I think that we just we we give the I give we give demons assignments when we're talking crap. Yeah, I just think that's that's well, what you give them permission. Like. You 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 sh- not even permission. I just think like, I mean the 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 enemy does not have control over anyone's thoughts, right? Yeah, and so they don't know what you're thinking, but they can see your behaviors and your actions, right? And so can so do we each other, right? Yeah, and so imagine like we're talking about somebody else, and there's like demons are watching they're listening or something i don't know oh yeah and so like you're saying oh this person has a problem with that like i think you're just giving assignments for the enemy to like um be opportunistic
1: exactly in those people's lives yeah
0: like you've given permission pretty much you'd be like oh yeah. yeah okay let's make it happen you know Right. i don't know if that makes any sense i'm probably not saying it does it well, make
1: sense it does make sense
0: but you know when we say like there's word curses and stuff that's what it is you're just you're just giving the enemy an assignment like, yeah. yeah, that person struggles. Okay, for instance, like, I think that person struggles with pornography or something, right? Right. I think they, I lust or something, like, they lost like that. Like, you know, they have problems with their marriage because they can't, like, yeah. control themselves, you know? I think you're just <laughs> you're just cursing that person. Yeah. And you're just, like, you're reinforcing, uh, you are encouraging the enemy, I think, right. to yeah. attack that person in that way. That's my beliefs on it. I mean, I haven't, like, found, like, I'm not, like, oh, this is what the Bible says. This is my thoughts. That's my understanding of what curses,
1: Right. Especially if you're an authority over that person. Right. Like a parent. Yeah. Or your spouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think you just get permission for the enemy to attack in that way. Yep. And that, so in your own life, like, I, I'll say, like, I do not hate myself, you know? And I didn't before. I didn't ever. But, you know you plant a seed and the enemy takes advantage. The the enemy is very opportunistic and they're always watching and they're always listening. And like even Jesus told me something recently about the enemy and the enemy he said is always knocking at your door. They're always knocking at your door. Uh, yeah. and they will pretend to be anything. They'll do whatever they can to make you open that door up. Uh you know, they at the very least they could pretend they're a freaking pizza delivery guy or they're yeah. delivering a package for you anything they can get you to do to open up the door and let them in right. in some capacity or way or another uh, the thing is is that we don't have to open the door like the anybody that's worth being in in the house is already in there which is jesus like yeah jesus knocked the door you open the door to jesus and that's it you don't need to open the door anymore <laughs> you know
1: right one thing that i've been learning uh with all the things that you've experience lately is that i used to think if god's in your heart jesus is in your heart in your house or whatever he owns everything and he is everywhere but that's not true because we tend to section off parts of our houses and say holy spirit you stay in this area of our of my heart and you know god you stay in this area my family's in this area or whatever Where God wants you to just let him be everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's not just, oh, God is in my life. And, you know, when it's Sunday, I take him out and we go to church and that's his day or whatever. But when he wants Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he wants everything. He wants all parts of your heart. He doesn't want you to lock him up in a room or the Holy Spirit in a room, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to be everywhere.
0: Yeah. He wants every part of your life. He wants to be with you every part of your day.
1: Yeah, that's a little foreshadowing for
0: <laughs>
1: revelations to come. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, that one blew my mind the most. There hasn't been anything that you've experienced lately or ever since like we started doing this mm-hmm. that hasn't completely changed the way I feel and see things. Really? Yeah, the latest one was insane. And we need to record these things because... The one from today uh n- <clears throat> what do we talk about today?
0: again <laughs> mm, the latest one is the one I talked about today
1: um no it was the one from like yesterday or maybe the day before
0: mm-hmm.
1: monday i it was the one from Monday, okay, yeah, that one yeah. was that one was just so heavy, yeah, it was so much. It, it honestly changed a lot of, you know, how I relate to God and everything.
0: How has it changed you?
1: Um, what you said about how God celebrates our humanity and stuff was so freeing to me that, like, you have no idea. Because it, – and, and it makes sense. It makes sense because God started speaking to me of how – Um the first thing that god said about people in the bible and about humans or whatever he, it's i memorize it, it's genesis 1 chapter 26 it says let's make men in our image uh and after that it says in our likeness so twice he says In the same verse, let's make him in our image and in our likeness. Like he's, he emphasizes it. We're like God. We're like his image. Yeah. So the enemy will come around and say, you know, oh, you have to do this if you want to be like God. You have to do that if you want to be like God. But the first thing he's ever said about us is that we are like him. Mm. Yeah. And that's very powerful. That that freed me. And what you said about, how god because we forget we forget i think god knows what we are like yeah god knows you know that we are weak god knows that we make mistakes we sin and this and that and this is why he's you know he's come to save us he's come to give us yeah you know jesus or whatever too you know so we can be restored to that you know what i mean and i don't know i try not to beat myself up anymore for little things you know what i mean uh or like oh today i I didn't have time to pray today i didn't have time to do this or that it's like god knows you know what i mean like god knows i didn't have time god knows like i'm not i'm not i don't feel guilty of stuff anymore you know what i mean like i don't feel guilty for being human for being me i was like wow this is amazing yeah like this this weight that's lifted off of me is (laughs) insane that's crazy yeah
0: It's it's so crazy because what you're saying is true and I don't think that I've ever really comprehended how much God must love human beings. I mean, we say like, of course God loves us. He sent his son to die for us. Like, well, who would do that unless you loved the person that you're sending to, right? Yeah. But like, I don't think my mind has been able to wrap myself around that concept that we are... A creation that God formed, and He's put up with so much. And you think about that, He must love us so great, like the amount of love He must have for us, our humanity. He must love it, else why would He put up with everything? You know. Yeah. And it's like in the garden, like He was just with Adam and Eve, and and then the sin nature got in the way. But He obviously loved Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. <laughs> He created them. He said it was good, right? He said humanity, what he created was good. Yeah. And now, after the sin nature, we have freedom from the flesh. We have freedom from sin. So we're not associated with sin anymore like right. we were after the yep. fall. So what he's saying about you and I is that it's still good. Yeah. Humanity's still good. Sin's bad, but you're good you know yeah um so that that i don't think that i've ever really gotten that before it's like you know your mind knows it but your heart hasn't totally like accepted that truth yeah um that like god's not threatened by our mistakes he's not threatened by our humanity the things that make us human
1: didn't you say he celebrates our humanity that was the word that was super heavy in my heart
0: yeah yeah I probably did say that, and he has said that, but I, what I remember him saying is that he's not threatened by mistakes that we make. Yeah. He's not threatened by humanity. In fact, he loves our humanity. Yeah. He loves the things that make us human, you know?
1: Yeah, verse twenty-seven says, so God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God he created. He says it twice. Mm-hmm. In two chapters, he says it twice. The first... Uh, first genesis 26 it says then god said let us make mankind in our image comma in our likeness in 27 he says so god created mankind in his in his own image in the image he in the image of god he created them male and female he created i even like the part that says male and female Mm -hmm. he created them because a lot of people like you know days confused about gender identity or whatever yeah so, the first two verses that mention mankind in the Bible talk about identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? hmm The first verse talks about it twice. The second verse talks about it twice. The word creator is in the second verse three times. Hmm. I've never, ever thought about that. I've, like, until the other day I was praying, um, and that phrase came to my mind, let us make men in our image. You know what I mean? And we spend our whole lives like trying to be like God, trying to imitate God, and trying to, you know, live up to His standards and stuff. And when we already are like God, you know what I mean? Like we are in His image. So if like the dead bodies that you see that you saw in your vision that you're fighting, I think that that's one of them. Like you, you fight sin because you want to be like God, but you already are like God. So that's why the devil uses that because he's trying to break down your identity all the time. He's mm-hmm. trying to get you to believe that you're not like God. And actually one of the things that I came to my mind to when I was praying is like that was the sin of Satan. He wanted to be like God, but he couldn't mm-hmm. because the angels are not created like God. We are, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so yeah, that's true. That's why he fights this so much. It's because that's, you know, he doesn't have the identity that we have. Yeah. He is jealous for that. Yeah. It's, just, you know, he's jealous. Yeah. So he, it, this would be always something that he will attack. You know, you have an identity. He wants to break it down. Yeah. He wants to destroy it. Right. Because he wants your identity.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's good. I mean, it's definitely... It's it's funny. I love... I mean, the, the origin story is so eye-opening when you um, understand other things Um that like we all focus on, the, like, the fall, like, okay, God created the earth and this is what He did, blah blah blah. And then, like, the fall happened and then everything went to crap, you know. And yep. but the thing is, though, is that in the beginning, in that whole part before the fall, really demonstrates what God's intention is with us, yeah. And it's so simple, like, God created us so that He and we will just enjoy the relationship. We just yeah. have a relationship. It just be he wants to enjoy us. He wants to enjoy his creation. Um he wants to walk with us, right? He walks with Adam in, in the garden and like talks to him yeah. and and has that relationship and that's that's that was the whole purpose. He he just wanted to have a relationship with us. He just wanted yeah, us to know. Yeah, there yeah,
1: it's funny you say that because there is no I have to read it. So I don't say something stupid. There is no other purpose other than, you know, God just made us. You rule over the earth or whatever. Or whatever. And the other thing you do you just you hang out with God. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all Adam did. Like God would come down to the garden. Mm-hmm. They would hang. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah. They would just hang out.
1: Yeah, let's hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And that's. Every time I see Jesus in my visions, that's all we're doing. We're just hanging out. Like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. We're just hanging out. And it makes sense because that is that is what God intends. That's always what he intended. Yeah. Like, There's the
1: out. visions that you're going to speak next. There's the one where you're hanging out with Jesus in the, you know, amusement park. Mm-hmm. There's one you're hanging out with Jesus at the lake. He's fishing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So those are your on the river. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We're just chilling. The latest one I think was really fun. Because it was fun. We were all just having fun. Yeah. But anyway, I'll have to explain that later. But it's not as severe and as complicated as people make it to be. The simple gospel. The simple kingdom. Right. You know? It's actually very simple. It's not complicated. And we don't have to work like it's so funny like we're so busy beating ourselves up like with the larry thing when god's like why would you beat up the things i like about you yeah you know your humanity um i mean i i had seen so the whole thing i'm talking about my humanity is because i had seen god put honey on my hands and he just like slathered a ton of honey on my hands and um I started like touching stuff because like, I got to use my hands. To open up the door. I was right. touching my couch. It got on my couch. I touched my little one. <laughs> I got it in her hair, and there was hair on my hands. And there was like flakes of dirt and stuff on right. my hands because the honey's sticky. And um, I saw myself touching people's mouths with honey so they could taste the honey. I saw myself touching wounds so that because honey has healing properties. We use it actually in medicine. Um, mm-hmm. It has anti-inflammatory. It helps antibacterial. I put it in wounds and, you know, whatever, right? Right. And I was I was asking God, I was like, what does this honey mean? And um, he was like, oh, it's the, it's the revelations, right? But anyway, I didn't really totally get that. But I was like, okay, I don't want to contaminate the honey then. Like, I'm afraid, like, okay, the dirt, the hair is in the honey. Like, I'm touching the wrong things. Like, I don't want to touch things to contaminate the honey that he's right. put in my hands. So I was praying for, like, a long time. Like, God, don't let me contaminate this. Like, I don't want to interject my own, like, you know, misconceptions or mistakes or humanity in this honey like i want the honey to mm. just be pure you know and this is where was, your mind's gonna be blown when i was talking to jesus and i asked him i was like okay i know you said that the honey is the revelations but like what what is the honey like what is right. it really it was that just me coming up with that answer like what is it and she's just like the honey is just a gift it's right. just a gift that he put in your hands and i was like really He's like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's revelations. It's it's a it's a gift. I, he gave you a gift. And I was like, yeah, but like, what if I, I mess this up? Like, what if I get hair in the honey and I get, you know, my, what if the I break dirt? this? What if I contaminate the honey with yeah. my own like, you know, whatever. And he was like, God knows you're gonna touch stuff. He put honey in your hands. use your hands Hands, yeah he's put in your hands of course he knows you're going to touch things
1: it's funny because i as you said that i realized that there's a disconnect in my head about Uh, how it's dumb to say this it's dumb how smart god is yeah and you know how simple we are and he knows that he knows like you said hands are made for touching he put his gift in your hands, and we think that he doesn't know we're going to touch things. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We're dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, but he knows. Yeah. He knows you're going to touch things.
0: Yeah. It's not even that we're dumb. It's like, of course we're going to touch simple. things. We're simple, yeah. Like, we need to use our hands to open up doors. Like, yeah, yeah we need to touch our children with our hands. And there was, ha- like, Addie's hair was in my honey. And, like, just dirt from, like, touching things was in the honey. And he right. was like... We're not threatened by your humanity. Yeah. We love your humanity. Yeah. And he's like, a little hair, a little dirt, never hurt anybody. Yeah. That honey still tastes sweet.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Uh, if you're a religious person, you are, this bothers you. hmm <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're saying bothers people that are religious because a religion will tell you that, you know, You're dirty. Yeah. You, you know, you're You're messing up the the things of God. mm -hmm. God gives you something and you make it your own. That's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like religion will tell you that you take a gift from God and you mount it on the wall and you don't touch it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, you, you, you put it up in your wall, you make it look nice. So when people come around, you show them, it's like, yeah, I got that from God, but you never open the package. You know what I mean? Like you never touch it yeah that's something that stays up there to look good yeah and that's exactly the point of religion yeah that's exactly how the devil disconnects you from god yeah it's like he he will take away your ability to you know use the things of god
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and it's funny because even if you look at the bible you see this you see that god wants to partner with your humanity yeah. he created humanity he loves humanity yep. he said it was good yep. he said you are good he likes the way you think yeah. he likes who you are and what you do um and it kind of blows my mind because you even you even see it like even when Jesus or God, like in Exodus is like talking to Moses. He's talking to Moses and he's like, I'm going to just like wipe these Israelites out. Like let's just rid of them. Who changes his mind?
1: Moses. Moses does. Yeah.
0: Moses talks him out of it. And it's like he wants to partner with us. He likes our thoughts. He wants our opinions. Yep. Yeah. And it just, it's, that's freeing. That frees me up. I was like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. He knows I, I use my hands to touch things that may not be clean, and it's still okay. Like, I'm not actively trying to sin, but I'm going to make mistakes. Yep. And he's okay with that. He's not threatened by that. He even told me, he was like, are you threatened when your daughter comes up with wild stories about something that her perception of something? Right. How many times has Lily come around and been like saying the wildest stuff about whatever that has is not true, but we just let it go because what's yeah, the like harm?
1: Yeah, like today, she... <laughs> She's saying how she taught Addie how to walk. That,
0: yeah, exactly. It didn't like, no. happen,
1: but, you know, we just think it's cute.
0: It's cute. Yeah, like, we're not threatened by her What I remember
1: that. from that is Addie was taking steps, mm-hmm. but Lily was standing there saying, come on, Addie, walk, walk. Yeah. And she thinks that she taught Addie she how thinks to
0: walk. That. Now, imagine this, though, right? Is that Addie's going to, or Lily's going to mature, and then she's going to understand the real reasons behind things, or the real... Yeah. Like truth or whatever, or she's going to learn because she's maturing and yeah. she's growing. And that's what God said. He's like, it's not a threat to us. If you get it wrong or your perceptions off is because you will mature and you'll learn the right way. And he's like, if something is actually really serious or, you know, a harm to anything, like, we'll let you know. But in the meantime, what's the harm? If there's no harm. Right. It's all good, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I don't think God is, is as horrified by our mistakes as we are. Yeah. Um and the fact like he he looks at us like children. Like we make some horrible uh, yeah. mistake, but it's like it's kids doing kid stuff, they'll yeah. learn and they'll much. He said the real problem is is when we don't mature. We well, don't he,
1: but there's also the other side is like he wants us to be like children always.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying like in our reasoning. Yeah. You know, we but
1: the, yes, it's true. But I will say this, and I was thinking about this the other day while I was driving, is there will never be a time where you will mature enough to get to the level of God. Because yeah, no, you know he, it's freaking infinite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there is no possibility that we'll ever be that mature. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but that's not what I was saying though. I
1: know, I, I know, I know it's
0: not. What I'm saying is is that 10 years ago, I'm not thinking the way I'm thinking now. I've matured right. in that's my true. relationship yep. with God, and that's exactly what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to mature. The problem is, is when you don't grow.
1: Yeah, I was also thinking that you no know, matter how much we mature, it's still like insignificant yeah. compared to, you know, God.
0: But that—that's what God's been showing me though. He's like, as long as you're doing the things with Him, it's yeah, all good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all—it is wants. all good. Like God recently showed me going, he—he. He, showed me at a pond with him and we we were going fishing and he told me that and I'll, I'll probably explain it later in a different episode of it yeah
1: you're we're giving away too much
0: i know but it goes along <laughs> with this um, i
1: know it's all so good
0: but like we were we're fishing and i was like jesus i was with jesus and he was like he's like fishing is the most joyful thing and the most relaxing thing you can do and I was like, I don't know, Jesus. Like, I I don't know how to fish. I, every <laughs> time I've ever gone, <laughs> it's not been fruitful. Like, I've not caught fish most of the time. And he was like, oh, that's because you haven't gone fishing with me. He's like, I'll teach you nice. everything. He's like, I'll tell you when to fish. I'll tell you what you're looking for. I'll tell you what bait to use, what pole to use. Right. And, um, and he said, most importantly, is I'll tell you when it's time to take a break. Because you don't want to fish all day. You can't fish all day and yeah. enjoy it. And he said, When you fish with me, then it's joyful and relaxing and fruitful. The problem is, is when we're not fishing with Jesus, yep. it is frustrating and the opposite of joyful. You yeah. know? So if you know where Jesus is, you're all good.
1: Right. Let's end here. Yeah. Um next episode. It's I don't it's hard for me to say that's my favorite because mm-hmm. Every time you've ever said something to me about, you know, what God's been showing you, it becomes my favorite. Mm. But I can say that the prayer, that the, I almost gave it away. Oh, my God.
2: I can say that the next
1: subject blew my mind. And it blew, like, everybody's mind that you talked to. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: So it's amazing. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Like and subscribe. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We don't care. We don't care if people listen. I don't know. It's just going to be my mom. It's just for some people to listen to. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe there'll be a book someday. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. All right. Until next time.